Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here. It has been a few months since I've hopped on the mic. It's been a mix of taking a break and also wanting to explore a different way to take uh, our podcast. So through some exploration and some friendship creation, I thought to invite a friend who is all, who's also part of the Love Yourself Foundation to join me moving forward on my episodes. So it will no longer just be me alone. It will be myself and Jackson. So Jackson is here. This is his first time recording with me, but we've always had such great conversations and I felt that it was a good change to have a friend and someone that's also part of Love Yourself Foundation to join me and take this podcast in a different direction. One that I think is going to be received and one that we're going to be able to dive even deeper than I was able to before. I'm going to let him introduce himself, but our new segment is going to be called equanimity. And the definition of this word is calmness and composure especially in a difficult situation. And we're going to explain why we've decided to name our segment. But before we do that, I want to let Jackson speak and introduce himself. Hello, hello. My name is Jackson. I am from Vegas, originally born and raised. And then I met Monica recently in the LYF Foundation, found out about them, and just felt compelled to jump into it. It's a great mission. And excited to help. Yeah. Thanks, Jackson. And Jackson's also doing some social media. So he's creating some graphics too for the Instagram and creating some content over there. I'm excited to see and all the different ways that you're contributing and how that's going to play out in the coming months. So thank you, Jackson, for hopping on. <laughs> you. I definitely want to give the folks listening a chance to get to know you a little bit more and then we can get in dive deeper into equanimity, and then we can also dive into the theme of the month, which is harvest. So my first question for you, Jackson, and this is one that I usually will always ask people on here, is when did your self-love journey begin for you? What do you think was like that point that it all started? That's a great question. For me, it was like right before I turned 20. So it was a solid. No one in my family really had the skills for that or preached it. And that's not taught anywhere you just have to come upon the info or maybe 
realize later on in life that like haven't been living that mission. So yeah, around 20, there was a lot of books and a lot of people and just metaphysical things that were happening and lining up that just made me realize that there are more emotions, anxiety and depression. I feel like those are the top two for the first two decades of my life. And yeah, once, once I discovered that, I just deep dove into everything. There's so much, a lot of great articles out there that can help with reshaping the way that we look at the world and looking at ourselves. The message of you can't like properly love others until you love yourself. I find that to be very true. So yeah, curating self-love was a big part of 2019 for me. And then that was a fun thing because as that happened and then the world shut down, it was like, oh, there's more to work on. So it was fun. It's been a journey ever since then, but yeah, that's when it started. And then I think that was a benefit of the quarantine was people forced to sit with themselves and like we live in the technological era so we could distract ourselves but it you can only be on twitter for so long There's yeah other things to look into and that was nice it is nice yeah and it's a journey like you said right it's almost like we do have a beginning point or at least I guess all of it was a beginning in some way. Everything led you to that moment of deciding to change and that perspective shift. But it is definitely a journey and an onward and it just keeps expanding. It's beautiful and it's always different. I find for everybody how it manifests. So I always like learning and seeing how it's manifested for everybody. Yeah, there's definitely so many different ways to go about it and things to learn from getting that perspective of other people. Yeah. So now, Jackson, tell me a little bit more about what are some things that you do now, like in your day to help you and your self-care, however you want to call it, and in, in your journey now nowadays. Another great question. Two things that like I don't think I can preach enough is journaling and meditation. Those two definitely life-changing. And especially in our day and age, meditation seems like a far-fetched concept or just even to make the time to sit down with yourself and just be still. But the idea of being still for a period of time to clear your mind of all the things going on in the day and really focus on the present. So that one for sure, just sitting with yourself, eyes closed. What helped me was just like focusing on the darkness of your eyes closed because your mind still does want to wander and everything. And it's hard just to have no thoughts, but to just focus on that and, or maybe count your breaths in and out as well is another one that helps me. It's meditation and then journaling. I have a lot of friends that are like have journaled throughout their whole life, but I never really started until I was 18, maybe 19. But just to be able to see your thoughts as you go throughout the day and see what you react to or why certain things may have made you feel this way or even what makes you feel certain emotions like that's a huge thing. And the combo of that and meditation allow you to just see your thoughts as thoughts, in my opinion, as opposed to like a core of your being or something that defines you. They're simply just emotions or thoughts that may have been triggered by something. And with all that, can you can relate it to your past and see why certain things trigger you and stuff like that all of that works towards just distancing yourself from your emotions so that you can just notice notice yourself as a human being that has thoughts and feelings but that doesn't have to mean anything yeah. besides you're a human being that has thoughts of feelings. Yeah. that's okay 100 percent. i feel like so much of this work is really a return to humanity in a lot of ways right it's like we learn I think a lot of what society on a mainstream level promotes is almost like becoming numb to who we are and all these different practices help us return to ourselves and return to be able to not be afraid of feeling right and learning. Well, what does that even, what does it mean for 
in my case, what does it mean for Monica when she's anxious? What does she need? And for you too, right? What does Jackson need when he's anxious? And it's different for everybody. It could look similar, but it's also very unique to every human. And I think it's beautiful. I think it's what's saving humanity right now. (laughs) Yeah, to realize that everyone is just a person. And to your point, that conditioning is unreal that we go through throughout childhood just to become some functioning member of society or become a good employee essentially is not being a good employee and like being a decent human seem to be dramatically different based on what we're told growing up yeah 100 percent. so in light of our new segment our new series equanimity and i would love i think it'd be fun to ask you this and then you can ask me what is bringing equanimity to you right now presently in your life i think to the point of reflecting on all of it and reminding ourselves that we are human was like one of the biggest things that can promote that calmness is like especially social media any media is curated to bring out the most negative because that's what so keeps the views and keeps people engaged so that's what we're talking about all the time is just how bad things are and even if they are like bleak there's you know if there's nothing you can do about it besides freak out on your couch on twitter like that's not good for your mental health and just do the best you can and remind yourself of that focus on to how you can be more of a human how you can express yourself and how you can help but not focus so much on on the powers and things outside of your control and just bring yourself back to being you and doing what's best for you because that kind of leaks into everything else that you do when you're taking care of yourself you tend to take care of others as well and take care of the planet and everything and then that to me brings a little bit of calmness and you know, peace amongst everything. Definitely recommend getting rid of social media a lot of times because those are breeding grounds for not great mental processes, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. It's necessary to take breaks. It's absolutely necessary. How about you? What's helping you? Yeah, to bring calmness right now and composure and what have you. I will say it's just been a mixture of breathing really just breathing (laughs) and also just going on nice walks. I've been going on different hikes lately and just being able to do that, being amongst the trees and shows me serenity. I think that as humans, we're always going to go through growth spurts as long as we're alive. And I feel like I'm going through one right now, a growth spurt. And it's been a mixture of feeling stressed out but also knowing that I've been here before and it looks different. And so just to remember that, that I'm a human being and to have compassion, I think that's always like a key point is to remember to have compassion to myself when things feel a little bit more tense and also learning. I feel like through the growth that I've had, it's reminding me that anxiety is doesn't have to be bad. Like it's such a useful emotion it's just when it becomes too much right when it becomes out of balance that creates so much tension so I think it's just an increase in yeah befriending these emotions and knowing that I'm a human and that compassion is absolutely necessary (laughs) yeah yeah I think for us like equanimity kind of relates to balance and I think compassion is a huge part of that just seeing everybody's perspective and like that that fundamental understanding of the world helps a lot and the people and to see like why everyone feels the way that we feel going through certain things that that may be affecting the entire population absolutely and i think now more than ever to find equanimity it is so 
necessary, especially as we're confronting climate change, as we're confronting different dilemmas amongst wars happening in the world and a lot of unrest. And it's all of it, it matters, right? And all of it absolutely requires our attention, but it's finding how can we find that, how can we embrace the anxiety of urgency of needing to create change while not losing our minds, right? In the process (laughs) and knowing that what we can do does matter and we don't have to feel defeated with what's happening around. That's amazing. Yeah. Being able to help others or do things without destroying ourselves in the process is mm-hmm. a pretty good message so yeah like i'm really excited to see where we're going to take this jackson and for those listening we have plans to bring up some positive news too in the world to show that it's not all so bleak we would really like to also show on here solution when it comes to embracing a better relationship with earth so we're hoping to be able to bring more solutions and to help bring more tools to these pressing things that are happening. But our hope is to inspire, to create change, even amongst the storm that it might seem that we're in. Yeah, that balance, right? There's just as much good as there is bad. It just really depends on what we allow ourselves to focus on, to to be a tool, to bring highlight the good. That's. I'm really excited to see where we're going to take all of this, Jackson. And yeah, thank you for joining me. It's going to be fun to have a co-host on here with me and to be able to dive deeper because I think that's probably as I look back before I took the break I think I was just craving that it was like an opportunity to have more dialogue and dive deeper and be able to also provide more solutions for those that would like to listen to us and have different perspectives thank you for having me letting me contribute Absolutely. So our first topic that we wanted to talk about today, too, in addition to introducing equanimity, is our theme of this month, which is harvest. So as perhaps some of you that have been listening for a little bit or new listeners, as LYF has different themes of the month, and we usually cater our content around that theme to just bring focus. And we'll have that on the blog. We'll have that on social media. We'll also talk about it at our events. And so we would like to dive a little bit deeper here too today on the podcast and have it have an explanation of what it means to each of us and see where that goes. Harvest for me to start off, I see it as like the fruit of our labor. If we don't think of it exclusively to our growing crops and what have you. It is the fruit of our hard work. And knowing that all that diligence of watering the seeds every day and watering whatever that goal might be, that there will be results. A lot of it takes a lot of patience and a lot of perseverance sometimes and even resiliency. And that can be tough. But when we get to those milestones of success and we realize and we look back and we're like, oh man, I'm so happy I didn't give up to reach to this point so at least for now that's like what that's what's coming to my mind first so what about you jackson yeah i looked up definitions to try and get something outside of crops but i think like you get a lot of good layovers there with in relation to harvesting fields and stuff like with patience anyways the definition i found was like product the result of our actions and to your point of the patience and stuff like as you plant those seeds and things might take time to grow like we all want instant gratification especially in this like current climate you get next day shipping so easily things like that but a lot of the things a lot of especially the self-love journey didn't come from like an overnight 
revelation and it's a lot of practices and routine practices that like you you didn't get to discover at the start of the journey and then you're just set like you kind of have to keep doing them at least in in my experience just keep doing them and stay up on it so to me is is the result of an action and the fruits of our labor what can you do for yourself to kind of get to where you want to go if you have goals what are the actions and the steps you can take the seeds that you can plant to be able to see that come to fruition yeah it's like layers right it's like it's an ongoing process we're going to have that cycle right all throughout our life where we go through a period of rebirth and then a period of death right so to speak of letting go so we can again plant the crop and plant the new energy whatever that looks like to then reap the harvest. Do any examples come to mind for you, Jackson, like in your life where you saw that persistence, that hard work, and you, or maybe one of the first times that you really noticed it of, oh man, I'm so glad I kept going. Does anything come to mind? As far as persistence, I like meditation is one for me, for mm-hmm. sure. I can tell if I haven't taken time to slow down or to see like my screen time go up and things like that, trying to keep my mind placated. But I find meditation helps with that and having that as a consistent daily practice. And maybe you don't always find it in sitting down at the end of the day with your eyes closed and, and the breaths and stuff, but taking time to be present while cooking or playing an instrument and just like allowing all of your attention to be at one spot versus divided or stimulated via bright colors and phones and stuff. That helps me a lot having that time to, to be present because otherwise my thoughts can get way ahead of themselves. And oh, then... Yeah. Another one is that you mentioned cycles, like that's been a huge part of my life lately as well as embracing those cycles to another one of your points with anxiety doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. It could be an indicator and even just like feeling those emotions that we might deem as negative, embracing them instead of being mad at ourselves for feeling them or anything like that. Just more realizing it is a cycle and there there are ups and downs to day-to-day life and to relate it back to nature, to the seasons and how plants go through all their things. There, there is the down period and then there's rebirth there flourishing and blossoming embracing the cycles has been a big thing too how about you i would say going to therapy just seeing where i once was and seeing where i am now there's still things that i'm working on of course but that persistence of knowing i'm not that that it's self-care right to just keep going and even when there are time periods where things feel a little bit calmer that's okay too like I find my therapist she's I'm sure ethically I can't say oh she's my friend it feels that way now because it's been I've been going to her for many years so just to see how much I've been able to grow alongside her and I have so much gratitude for her and I couldn't have gone through some of my storms without her assistance and to know that again we're animals we're social creatures we need one another and to have that support is huge so whether again whether that's through the form of therapy or also good friends and community knowing that we're not meant to go through those storms by ourselves like we need one another so I would say therapy just grateful for that and then I've noticed in times where that consistency has really paid off and I'm finding myself calmer in situations where maybe I wouldn't have before or I would have gotten triggered and to notice like the triggers like deplete like fading away <laughs> of course there's others just to see it's oh, always a cool feeling right to see something that would have made you react in a totally different way to compare yeah. it to now yeah So yeah, a lot of gratitude to therapy. Yeah, that's a big one. And definitely should have been included in my list of things earlier, but yeah, that (laughs) helps beyond measure. And definitely recommend that for everyone. I don't don't think it's ever like a bad idea to 
you don't have to be going through like a crisis to, to have a conversation with someone about mental health with someone that studied it for years on end. To me, it seems like it should always be a good idea. It would always be a good idea. 100%. I know it's hard. I know there's still a lot of stigma and I'm, we've talked about it here on here before. And, and that's obviously one of the things that we hope that OAF to shed is to shed that stigma. And, but if someone's listening today, Jackson, that maybe have some reservations about it, what would you, what would be some advice that you could give them? With getting started now? To, yeah, to go to therapy. Yeah. The stigma can be a thing for sure. I think over the last like decade, it's gone down dramatically, but I do remember growing up with a stigma around it but yeah objectively like stigmas are a social construct and objectively to that point i don't know if you wanted to make a really good dish like you knew the end result was a really good plate of salmon or something for dinner would you try it out yourself like no directions no recipe or anything just jump into that or would it help to maybe get the advice of someone that's made the dish before or better yet someone that has studied the culinary arts for years on end and ask them their opinion i think i think that's really all it comes down to mental health doesn't have to be looked at any differently than asking a physical trainer how to do a proper workout or how to get this certain physique or like how you can change your diet the therapists and mental health counselors and stuff they've studied it and to me it seemed like a simple point just to ask them advice about the things that they've studied where we might not have all the answers or haven't studied anything and not to say therapists have all the answers either but they can definitely point you in the right direction or help you find the right course for you to get to that end result to get to that dinner yeah no, i like that i like that point of view a lot we go quick to google right let's find a recipe <laughs> yes, exactly. and you can do that too for things to help with like self-regulation like those tools exist out there for sure mm-hmm. to that point if you're looking up those things then i don't know why the stigma would be different from googling these answers to having a conversation with someone that's studied that topic that you're Googling. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Jackson. What are some things that you're currently working on that will, and you can go on however, however much detail, but that requires that persistence, right? To then in the future, reach that layer of harvest again, or that, that phase of harvest. See, for me, the gym and like staying in shape is always one for sure. And then meditation, like a like to stay up for my mentals but I think guitar is like an easy one to reference in this scenario so amazing group of friends gifted me a guitar for my birthday and I know nothing about playing that just have a huge appreciation for music so with that like searching out the help of people that have played guitar for years and know things about music theory that I know nothing about asking their advice and then staying consistent with practice is what helps show results and get to an end goal from knowing nothing to being able to play a song or something like that. I love that. Yeah, that's great. You're going to get there. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have anything you feel like you're working on? Yeah. Is that, that persistence? Yes. I really want to get physically stronger. I think that I've developed a lot of strength already, like with yoga and with our stronger yoga specifically, but I want to continue that. I want to get to that next level. So that requires doing different things, different things that I don't usually do, but I want to start doing. So that's a big goal and I want to connect it. I want to become a stronger swimmer because I really like surfing. And so to surf, you really need to, you should have strong swimming skills. And so it's, those are some things that's all connected, but uh, through me building up strength, I'll be able to surf better. <laughs> so oh, that's a huge thing. That's a great yeah. workout, <laughs> surfing. It is. But man, there's something about surfing that I love. Like I love that I'm not 
good at it. I love that I'm a beginner and it just feels so good to just go out there and know that I'm still learning and that I'm going to get wiped out and that <laughs> you've got to just get back up. It's just, I just find it so symbolic with life and, and yoga too. Yoga definitely does that for me too, but I don't know, just something about the elements working against you and bam, wiping you out. <laughs> I think that really is embracing the cycles and the challenges of life. Just because you get done out doesn't mean it has to be a terrible thing or stop you forever. It can be even encouraging. Yeah, get back up. Keep going. <laughs> I went surfing in, in San Diego earlier in the summer with my friend. She's amazing. She's like such a pro. If she's list, if she were to listen to this, she'd say that she's not, but she totally is. And she taught me this trick and it's called, I believe it's called like a turtle duck, something like that. And what it requires you to do is that when the wave comes, if it's one that you know, you're just not going to make, and it's like a big one, there's this trick that you can do with the surfboard where you duck, you literally put the surfboard over you and you just duck and it becomes like a little shelter. And there was this moment where that was happening. And she was like, Monica, this is, this is it you can do it. <laughs> and I did it. And I remember I did it right too. Cause you can also not do it. Right. I did it right. And I felt so proud and I felt like the wave coming over and I was like, Oh man, but here I am in my little shelter under the wave. And it just felt so nice. And I think again, how funny it ties so well to equanimity is like, even in that moment of extreme chaos, I was able to find some calmness through that little technique. And I think that's life. A lot of times life is very chaotic, honestly. And I think we even see it. We've become more used to it. I would say since the pandemic and obviously confronting climate change and all that, but in reality all throughout human history, it's always been nuts. So it's finding those things that can help us find that calmness and that stability, even when things get really crazy. Yeah, I think that is a great metaphor. Letting the waves wash over you and not having to like, let that totally ruin your day or your surf or anything like just having a technique or maybe that's a breathing technique or something that just kind of helps bring you some calm as the chaos comes. Because yeah, to your point, the world, humankind has always been a bit chaotic, or at least in any recent history that we can study yeah so true what is for you a quick little do you have a quick breathing technique that you do even let's say you're at work and that things are pretty intense and is there anything that you do to help bring that stillness if you need it I think focusing on the breath helps ideally like to close my eyes and listen to it helps a lot but if you can't you need to be like doing things just take a deep breath and notice that's a deep breath and then hold it for a couple seconds as you like slowly exhale and just really focus. It might be hard to split your attention if you have something else going on, but I definitely recommend just trying to either take a step back or to the side just for a second to feel your breath, feel the deep breath and then in the exhale, notice it and just pay attention to that kind of how it moves throughout your body too. I think that breath work metaphysically and scientifically, there's so much behind what it can do for your body and how it activates and stimulates your cells for just to do that one simple act. Things that we do on repeat and subconsciously, like we don't have to ever notice that we're breathing, but when you do take the time to do it intentionally and focus on that, it's an entirely different sensation mm -hmm. in my experience. Yeah. Deep breath work. Yeah, that's what I would recommend for a quick tool because that's something that we're doing anyways and it's just more directing our attention towards it for a moment exactly it's like we're already doing it so it's just a matter of becoming more conscious yeah. and 
building more of a connection with it. How about you? Do you have any quick recommendations? I just saw something from a therapist post about it, but like bilateral stimulations, just like tapping both of your arms, both sides, just brings your body into awareness too. Yeah. A little quick trip. If you're just like sitting and trying to do that. Yeah. Like you said, definitely the breath. I think another good trick, I think what I've in my past and my anxiety levels were heightened was also just paying attention to my senses. So just really to the five senses. Hey, what am I seeing? What am I feeling? What am I, et cetera, et cetera. And that I find can help to bring you back to the present moment. I think situations like learning something new, like you're doing Jackson with the guitar and I'm on this surfing journey. It's like being new at something I think is really good for our mental health. And knowing that just because we're adults doesn't mean we can't stop learning and just plunging ourselves into something new requires us to be super. And I think that's why when we're kids, we're always so present, right? Because everything's new. Everything's brand new. And so as we get older, obviously some things become mundane, but it's how can we stay curious and inquisitive even as we grow? And there's still so many things in the world that we can not be good at, but want to learn and have that patience and learning to eventually become really good at it. Yeah, that's a huge thing too. Getting used to the idea of getting uncomfortable and just challenging yourself every day to something new. Like it doesn't have to be that you're trying to learn a whole new skill, but I don't know. It's normalized to not really talk to strangers in line while you're waiting at the bank or at the grocery store or something. It might be weird and you might get like weird looks if you try it, but that's a thing that could just stimulate your brain towards a whole new path if you just go out of the comfort zones and start a conversation with someone. And then you never know where these connections and interactions with other humans might lead to small little challenges to yourself, things that you're not used to. Mentioned it's so funny. I'm reminded of like when we all met you, Jackson, and wow, we met Jackson at this really fun event downtown, Emmy's event. The name is escaping me right now, but it's at the Gather House, and she does it every few months. And consciousness, yes, creative consciousness, and that's how it all happened, wasn't it? It was like you met Sonia, and then we all saw each other after at another venue, and then it was like. A week later, I ended up going to one of my favorite coffee shops and Jackson was there working. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening? I just met you. And, and then it just all went from there. But it went just that uh, the ability to talk to new people and embracing what that could bring. And I'm so grateful because look at us now. <laughs> yeah. You have a great mission and I think it's awesome. Yeah, like I'm very grateful just to have started the conversation at a random event and then the universe hooked it up with running into each other at a coffee shop that I don't work at and was just like filling in for a weekend that's so funny <laughs> it's cool. oh man I love when the universe does little assists like that here you yeah. go <laughs> hey, paying attention to those synchronicities too is a huge thing yeah and then me and Jackson we also have something in common is we have the same tattoo and I haven't met many people with this symbol do you want to can you tell them a little bit what it is Jackson yeah to me I know it is like the unalone which is just a thing in Buddhist philosophy and practices of the path to enlightenment it's a little how the symbol goes is a line and then some swirling lines and then a straight line <laughs> this is how I can describe <laughs> it but it more represents like birth and the crazy squiggles are representation of life and the chaotic kind of experience that it can be and then the straight line at the end is more of that enlightenment whether it's calming yourself through the chaos or something above that 
and a lot of times towards the end too there's a dot with to symbolize the end of life and that's what you made it through all of that for me it's the reminder of the chaos but that you can you can still find the stillness and be okay through it and that's just a part of life yeah. equanimity <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> there you go i love how it all comes together <laughs> yeah it really all does tie together it's cool <laughs> love it well jackson i'm so happy to have you on here with me and i'm really excited to see where all the conversations are going to lead and uh, yeah really grateful that you're here thank you for having me again and thank you for this amazing conversation excited as well to see what we can produce and contribute yeah help with essentially absolutely all right i think that wraps up this one any any closing thoughts before we depart and say goodbye to (laughs) folks listening (laughs) i'm to the perfect way you just wrapped up equanimity just remind yourself that cycles of life ups and downs are like totally okay and to embrace the downs as much as the ups and see what you can learn from them and like what they might be there to teach you and just know that it's okay or it will be okay in the end because it, it always is we always get there whether it's through an insane amount of trial and tribulation or not and yeah you can find that peace amongst the chaos and there's always something to help calm or balance that that bridge all right i think that's it everybody thanks for listening and excited to start this new journey and really grateful for the opportunity to keep expanding and see where we take it so till next time everybody peace out thank you and bye